Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. Thank God it's Friday. So the St. Louis Cardinals handled business in Milwaukee for the most part. They just opened up their series against the Dodgers. Did they continue that trend? This team is on a real roll right now. Back in April, they couldn't get a break. Now in May, they're getting every break in the world, and they're hitting the baseball. That's the key. It's a game, Mike. We mentioned this time and again. Team is never as good as they are playing at the moment, nor as bad as they think they are. Cardinals are really playing well right now. We knew they were better than what they had played in April. Last night, they win 16-8. Beat the Los Angeles Dodgers with a club record tying seven home runs. Home runs by Wilson Contreras. He had two of them. Nolan Gorman had two. Yeah, Arnato, of course, hit another one. And the Dodgers... <laughs> now, this is interesting. I think it probably is a symbol of the Cardinals this year. Cardinals had a 9-2 lead in this game over the Dodgers. 9-2. And then all of a sudden, in a snap of the fingers, it was 9-8. Dodgers came back on a grand slam from Freddie Freeman. But hey, in the eighth inning, the Cardinals decided to put this thing away with another big rally. That's what they have. They have these huge thunderstorms in terms of hits coming up. And that's what they got last night. Now, the Cardinals are 19 wins, 26 losses, playing really well at the moment. But can it continue? That's what we're about to find out. Last month was abysmal, if you like the St. Louis Cardinals. But uh, this month so far, been pretty nice, which is awesome. Um... I know that uh, your guys are out of it, the 76ers, um, but uh, right now, you know, because regionally, guys here, we don't really have a whole lot. I mean, you're either going to be possibly a Thunder or a Grizzlies fan, but uh, right now, as much as it pains me because it's the same city the Broncos are in, I'm kind of rooting for the Nuggets, man. What a good team. They're a very good team. They were the number one seed in all of the competition, and I felt all year long the best team in the NBA. Well, last night they're playing the Los Angeles Lakers, game two of their Western Conference Final, which is the NBA semifinals. And Los Angeles, the Lakers had the lead virtually the entire game until midway through the fourth period. Denver kept it close and then all of a sudden went on a big time roll. Jamal Murray leading the way at 37 points last night. Nikola Jokic had 23, which is a doggone good night regardless. The Lakers had three players in 20 points or more, but it wasn't enough, and that big storm midway through the fourth period carried the Denver Nuggets to a 108-103 victory. Denver leads that series two games to none. Now they move to Los Angeles to play starting this weekend. Maybe a different story. The Lakers are pretty good. Any team that's got a LeBron James on it's going to be a pretty good ball club. There's no question about it. But Denver has the lead 2-0, and we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Again, I don't really have any dogs in this race at all, but as a casual NBA fan, would like to see some new blood in there. When when have the Nuggets won a championship? Have they ever? Never? First time? Come on, man. It's their time. It's their time. Speaking of which, I don't think some of the teams that might make it into the Stanley Cup Finals have ever won a final yet. When you consider what Florida Panthers have, but when you consider Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricane and the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars, who is this? Where are the Canadians? Where are the Maple Leafs? Where are the team, the Boston Bruins? Well, the fact of the matter is, it's Carolina and Florida, and they are playing, their, they played last night their first game in the East Finals, which is the Stanley Cup semifinals. And 
in four overtimes. Four overtimes. Florida got the 3-2 win over Carolina. Four overtimes. Now think about that. That's a, <laughs> that's another couple games that you're playing all on the same night. It's a long night. It's got to have been a big drag, but the Panthers have a one game to not a lead. Competition continues. Tonight. Round one of golf's second major is over. Who is in the lead? Well, when I wrote that cue for you, I thought it would be over, and it is not. <laughs> they had to suspend play because of darkness in uh, Rochester, New York, or in that area. And just looking at the weather here, they may have rain up there today. It is not over and had to suspend play, but the lead belonged to a guy named Eric Cole, who is a 34-year-old veteran of the of many tours, including the Corn Ferry, and did play here in Springfield. Eric Cole was five under par when the competition was halted, and he was on the 14th hold of the time. Bryson DeChambeau from the Live Tour was four under at 66, and Scotty Scheffler, a Canadian player named Corey Connors, and the Austrian veteran Sepp Straka all were very close. But they'll complete the round today and then move into round two of the PGA Tournament tomorrow, or to, later today, I should say. But right now, Eric Cole, nobody's ever heard of him. His mom and dad were star players back in the 1970s. Bobby Cole came from South Africa. He was to be the next superstar on the tour and never really panned out. And his mother, Eric Cole's mother, Laura Ball, was the poster gal for the LPGA back in the 1970s, also a very fine golfer. So the guy has a, a golfing background and has the lead at the moment in the PGA. Pretty exciting stuff. I know you've got a nap in your future watching some of that golf this weekend. All right, so last night you were not napping at Hammonds Field with the Missouri State Baseball Bears final homestand. Pretty good game? No, it was not. Bears did not play well at all. They were uptight. Indiana State, the team that's number one seed and will be number one because the Bears had to sweep the series, and obviously they're not going to. Indiana State's a very, very good baseball team. They beat the Bears 11-4. to Put it away in the second and the third innings. In the second inning, Indiana State got a three-run homer and took an early 3-0 lead, scored five more runs in the third inning, and the Bears were not helping themselves, had very loose play, committed four errors in the game, and the pitching wasn't very good. You knew the Bears had to really be good to sweep the series, and it's not going to happen. Indiana State wins the opener 11-4. The Bears are locked into second place, and that's where they'll be when these teams get on the bus on Saturday and head over to Terre Haute, Indiana, Indiana State's home. That's where the conference tournament is, fortunately for Indiana State, this year. Hopefully they can figure out what they need to figure out soon because they need to start getting some wins and get the shakiness out. Uh, Prep baseball, where were we at there? Well, we had one district final. Actually, that's that's not fair to say. We had two district finals yesterday, and it was Nixa upsetting Republic 6-2. to two. That was in the one down in Republic. And then down in Monette. Monette got a one nothing win over Seneca. They are both now district champions. Glendale and Willard are scheduled to play this evening. And we'll see if they're able to get the game in because of rain. Sectionals and quarterfinals are next week. And then the state championships begin on Monday, May 29th and run through the entire week down at what used to be U.S. Ballpark in Ozark, but is now called Sky Bacon Stadium. We've already talked about it. And uh, if you're listening, Sky Bacon people, I would love a T-shirt with that logo on it. <laughs> Ned, you have a wonderful weekend. See you on Monday.